invite you for the next half hour to join us for interviews, discussion, inspiration and for strategies to help you fulfil your potential both in life and in business. And welcome to Remarkable Woman Radio. I'm Mandy Beverly, and I'm here with the very stylish Jackie O'Fee. So welcome along, Jackie. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's so exciting. So we are going to be talking all about personal styling and um, and also who's behind your brand because I think it's so important because a lot of us get so intimidated when we know we want to look better than what we do. Mm. But to invite someone into our personal space, like our wardrobes, that Mm. can be quite intimidating, can't it? Absolutely. It's really, really intimate working with a stylist. I mean, how many people go into your bedroom and actually open, you know, look in your wardrobe or see you in your underwear? It's, um, I feel really privileged that people will let me do that. Um, And... I know myself, you know, I don't have a perfect wardrobe, so I would, if someone came to look at my wardrobe, I'd want to tidy it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I would too. Because <laughs> yeah. often it's a place where we rush in, rush out, mm. we go, what are we going to wear, and then we go for the same old thing every time. Exactly, and there's a few mistakes hiding in there for all of us. Yes. Um, things that we know have seen better days that we really need to clear out, all of that sort of stuff. So, and it, you know, I'm the same as everyone else. It's yeah. just you get clutter in there because you can't face it. No, and, and but it's actually it's fine on a day to day basis, mm. and then all of a sudden you go right. It's got to it's got to be sorted. Yes, that's right. But I don't just do the decluttering of a wardrobe thing. I guess I'm coming at it from a much greater perspective usually, and it's about what fits who you are. And I think a lot of women will will have somebody like me come into their world when. They don't know who they are anymore, so they're actually trying to define that for themselves. And so there's a lot of change in that. So that may be somebody who's left the workforce or, you know, you've been mummy for several years and then all of a sudden mummy doesn't feel like she looks the part. Yeah. Um, or you may get somebody who's left the corporate world to start their own business and that's different. You know, change is quite a good catalyst to have someone like me come in. And so what I'm doing in that circumstance is I'm not just looking at your wardrobe saying, gosh, what a mess this is. I'm looking saying, what works? Yeah. What can we draw on? What What are the icon pieces that are fantastic? And what's really just taking up space? And, and what, then that's taking up space not only in our wardrobe. It actually is a metaphor, isn't it? It totally for, yeah, is for life. And, and so taking up what is what doesn't fit you anymore, like literally metaphorically as well as literally, uh, literally as well it's like what doesn't what about your life doesn't fit you anymore it's probably a really good way to exactly you know. it surprises me i'm always almost embarrassed it's not embarrassed is the wrong phrase i can't quite think it's you know i did a wardrobe recently and you leave massive piles of clothing behind because what you're doing is you're going and you know, I've got to say that what happens is we might, I might start asking a few questions and then my client leads it. They're like, I don't like that anymore. I feel fat in that. And so these things are just going flying over their shoulder onto the bed to get rid of later. And I'll leave this massive mess behind and they'll go, oh, that feels so much better. And I guess in a way it's quite surprising because I think I've left you just nothing but a mess. Um, but they're just determined to just get rid of it. And start again, start from something different. Yeah, and it's actually almost someone there that's guiding them, that's giving them permission to make the change because sometimes we can all be a little 
hesitant about it but mm. suddenly it's like we've made the decision now someone is here with us guiding us mm. and to go right that's it and and off you go and it, it's it's such a cool thing to do for someone it is definitely all about the mm. permission because i wasn't there when you spent eight hundred dollars on that jacket so um you know if that jacket doesn't feel great you people just see it as a great opportunity to start fresh yeah yeah that's cool mm. so jackie tell us about what's going on in your life at the moment well, I am like most women in that I wear lots of hats and obviously being Jackie from Signature Style is probably one that takes up the most of my time. And I'm like any other businesswoman in that, you know, you do all the compliance things and the marketing things and the worrying about, you know, have you got enough clients coming through and cash flow and paying the bills and all of those things. So that takes up an enormous part of my time and life and energy. I'm really fortunate that after 17 years of doing this I still absolutely love it I really love it that's fantastic isn't it yeah Yeah. and I think um, you get a certain amount of energy from that and you know to be fair I have gone through patches where I haven't I've been less in love with it but right now I'm very much in a part where I'm just just loving it every day but also there's other parts of Jackie too. I'm I'm the mum to a teenage boy who's just sort of starting to find his way in the world. He's just started study and as one of my friends said recently, he's stretching his freedom of choice legs which involves making some choices that I'm not so keen on but I had to remind myself that all teenagers do it and um, so long as he's not doing anything that's going to have permanent damage, I guess. And by that, I don't mean anything really illegal. Or really, <laughs> I just feel I that know, doesn't sound but good. You just, worry. <laughs> you just worry about them because um, I think as, as, we've, as we know, when they're away at university, what you don't know, you don't know. But when they're at home going to university, mm. suddenly you're there along the journey with them. Exactly. And, yeah, and it takes a while for us to catch up to them as well. And yes. just to sort of trust them enough to let the rope out mm. and um, and then know when to sort of yank the rope back too. Yeah. It's, it's actually a really difficult balance and it's sort of off topic of what we're talking about today but the difficult balance I think of being a parent of a teen is the part where you want to say yes it's your life and you need to make your own choices because we all did and we all do but you're still a parent and so you don't want to be so permissive they often do whatever they like. You can't, it's a Really delicate balance. It's and a Luke's, fine line. Yeah, yeah, and Luke's choices over the la- you know over the holidays have been really around having too much. Well, I think too much to drink, but then <laughs> I don't really drink, so it's all too much. And to it's drink. probably just what all his friends are doing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know it's it's a real tricky one. I've yeah. got three three daughters, and they've gone through the teenage years now, and. You know, and it is tough to to watch them kind of stub their toe, so mm. to speak, and and mm. um, and the consequences of of different uh, of different choices. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And I think also, you know, so that's part of me. I'm Jackie from Sigmund Style. I'm mum. Obviously, I you know, my husband and I sort of run the household together. We're pretty good. He's quite good at doing the washing, but I've never seen him do the ironing. Um, <laughs> you know, so he's he, we're, we do that together. But also, there's the part of Jackie where you've got to keep filling your own sort of emotional tanks as well. Well and yeah. and keep yourself connected to what's important to you because I think it's very easy when you wear so many different hats and have so many roles in your life to actually forget yourself and part of that. And so for me, one of my key things is probably my exercise regime. I'm just I've always been committed to doing exercise and I do it daily and I really enjoy it and it's just part of who I am and it's my time. So what sort of things do you like to do? Um, I do a, a daily high impact interval training 
little circuit at my local Left 45 gym. I just have, you know, I've I listen to different things, and I quite often have people that struggle to get never struggle to get out of bed, leap out of bed, 20 to 6 in the morning, and I'm in the gym at sort of 20 to 7, and often doing, yeah, doing it, and I really enjoy it. Yeah, I've read this book. Um, I think it's by what's it name Robbins, Mel Robbins, and it's um, the five second the rule. five second rule five uh, yeah. four three two one and and I I just I love it. I yeah, think it's great. Yeah. yeah, very very clever principle. But I listened to her audio book. In fact, I'm much better on audio books than I am of actually reading. Mm-hmm. I find that I like to read to relax and for my leisure. So if I'm driving somewhere, I'll listen to an audio book. And Mel's was one of the books I've listened to recently, and I. Remember I remember thinking partway through, I don't really struggle with that because obviously she had a bit of a challenge around mm. getting out of bed, which is why she started it. Um, but that for me hasn't been an issue, which is great. It is great. Mm. So when you love what you do, it's easy to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think routine ha- ha- um, helps with that a lot. Totally. Because once it's just it's in a routine, like I've just been getting up every morning, I'm doing some writing at the moment, and so every morning it's 6.30, and I really feel my day doesn't go quite right if, you haven't if done I it. haven't done it. Mm. And so it's just now becoming a habit. But yeah. it was easy to just let it go at the start, but now it's, it's just, I'm just... Every day, yeah. It just it's only half an hour, forty minutes, and it's like going to the gym. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, having said that, though, just um, if anyone's listening, thinking, "Oh gosh, I never go to the gym." I recently had six weeks where I couldn't train, and the doctor said to me, "No, I really want you to take six weeks off." And I thought, "Oh, I'll do three, and then I'll sneak back and I'll just do a little bit." Well, actually, I got to really love sleeping in. <laughs> I didn't miss getting up early at all, but as soon as the six weeks was over, I knew I had to get back into it. So, yeah. It's great. So you've obviously got a certain amount of self-discipline. Mm, maybe. <laughs> in certain areas. That's yes. Cool. So, obviously, your business is Signature Style, mm. and as you said, you've been... Um, with your business now for 17 years and you're in lots of different sectors as well with it. So what inspired you to get started with it? I guess um, Signature Style for me, I started it way back when there wasn't, uh, you know, this is quite a long story. We've got a wee bit of time, I suppose. Yeah, we have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I actually started my life working life in IT and I did computer science at university and I was working on mainframe computers and I didn't love it. I'm smart enough that I did okay at it, but I didn't love it. So I would volunteer to be on the social club committee or um, to do things like I wrote the staff newsletter. Um, Anything to do with people rather than machines was more my thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember I desperately wanted to get into marketing and I worked for way back, it used to be called then, Trust Bank Systems and Technology. And they had systems and technology set alongside the banks. So we sort of supported them. And we worked in the same building as Trust Bank Canterbury. And one day in the cafeteria, I picked up a Trust Bank cafeteria, uh, sorry, Trust Bank Canterbury internal newsletter. And in the internal newsletter, they used to have jobs. And there was a wee job going, which was... Um, you know, trainee assistant in the marketing department. And I thought, right, well, I know that company policy is if it's an internal applicant, they must interview. And I think if I get an interview, I've got a good shot at this. So I sent off my CV and cover letter and everything else, and I got rejected. I got a rejection letter where they didn't spell my name correctly. And I thought, great, my own employer doesn't even know how to spell my name. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. I've had enough. I'm going to do something. What do I want to do? Well, I would love to shop. I'm going to start a shopping service. And so age 22, 
I wrote a um, business plan on a piece of A4 and I sort of held on to that and then I went along to, I think it might have been the Chamber of Commerce down there, ran a series of four breakfast sessions around starting your own business and I enrolled to do those. And on about session number three, I think they had someone from the Canterbury Business Development Board who came along and said, you know, if you have an idea that's new to the region, bring it to us and we may be able to get some funding for you to do some market research around the feasibility of it. Brilliant. So age 22, probably with more confidence than I would even have now, um, because you don't know what you don't know, I turn up with my one page of A4 typed up business plan and said, this is my idea. I don't believe anyone else is doing it. Can I please have the grant for the market research? And it got tabled at the board meeting and I got... The grant, yeah. Fantastic. Um, And the market researcher came back to me and he said, Jackie, um, this got a really high strike rate. Like, this was, women were really interested in this. He said, but two questions. And he said, they were really the same question that came up repeatedly, which is, how would she know what suited me and how would she make the right choices for me? So, same question. Mm. He said, can you go and train in shopping? And being 22... That's and a great question, isn't it? I wish I'd known about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that question asked of me. And I thought, you know, I, I was 22 and I thought I knew everything anyway. And I thought, I suppose I can go and learn how to do colours and stuff. And I honestly thought it was poo-poo nonsense. But I went and trained to do colours and body shapes and organised wardrobes and the shopping process. And I trained with a Canadian company that used to come to Auckland and do trainings. But... Probably in that, I learned what I didn't know at 22, and I actually thought, wow, there's there's magic here that I didn't know about. So I learned the science behind your style, and then puddled along for years, Um, you know, a couple of marriage breakups in the middle of it, and it wasn't really till I hit sort of 30, and I thought, stuff it, I'm just going to do it. And to be honest, and I... I, When you say stuff it, I'm just going to do it, what do you mean? Oh, well, I guess I kept puddling along thinking, no, I need money, no, 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 I need money. I need money and I would love to be able to say oh you know I'm a really gutsy woman who just did it on her own but to be honest if it wasn't for husband number three who actually said to me just do it and if it wasn't for his support standing there saying it's okay I'll pay the bills while you get established I probably would never have done it to be honest so it's I mean I really appreciate him for that it's been fantastic and that was 17 years ago still doing it still loving it so that's amazing Mm. and and I think behind everyone you can't you, you can't just the support that that comes your way and it comes from so many different areas and it may not be from immediate family Mm. it may come from somewhere else but we're very lucky that we all have a lot of support around us yes you know the more you challenge yourself to to grow and push yourself and and build a business it's not easy no so um to have that support while you do it is great and that belief I think also seeking out people that believe in you mm-hmm. has been um, something that's been really good. It's, uh, I think they say pick your friends, you know, and I had a great friend say to me a couple of years ago, she said, if somebody rings you and you see their name on your phone and you think, Ugh, then try and spend less time with that person. You know, everything you do is a vote for you. Um, and she said, you know... That's that a great quote. Everything you do is a vote for you. Mm, okay. To every choice you make. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you choose to spend time with somebody who really drains you emotionally, and they, and sometimes we need to. Sometimes you need to be the strong person in a friendship or relationship. But I don't think that should be a forever thing. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, through periods where you've got to support someone, totally be there. But if you've got somebody that, over, you know, every time they call, you think, oh, 
oh, no, what now? Yeah. Um, she sort of said to me, you know, that's a really good indicator of where you should be spending your time. And I've kind of stuck with that a little bit. You know, I see some, the name, I think, oh, I really want to talk to them. Or pursuing friendships that you kind of, people you really like. You just resonate think, with. And I think that's a really good point to, to actually just highlight is is just what you said, that every choice you make is a vote for you. I mm. love that. That's mm. really cool. Now, we've got to take a break because, believe it or not, we have a little music break now. We're already halfway through. Oh. And we've got the gorgeous Taylor Swift with Shake It Off and our producer's been... <laughs> he wasn't impressed, but we're going <laughs> to play it anyway. So here's Taylor Swift and we'll be right back. Jackie O'Fee from Signature Style and we are finding out all about who the woman is behind the brand and we're just loving getting to know you, Jackie. It's been really great. So tell us, do you have a guiding principle in your life? Is there a bit of a running theme through through your life? I like to have fun. I want my clients to have fun when they work with me. I want to enjoy the things I choose to do. And so fun is 
consciously or subconsciously something that needs to be happening. I'm I get bored easily. Um, Hence the three marriages, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, fun's really quite, quite important to me. When it comes to a business principle, one of the things that I always like to have in the back of my mind is to make it as easy as possible for people to do business with me. Um, and you'll know yourself. You'll go and, and somebody puts up barriers and you're thinking, I just want to work with you, but why won't you let me? And um, so I just always make it really easy. If somebody asks me if I can do something, I say, yes, I'll work out how to do it later if I don't know how. Um, so that's a business principle, but generally underlying all of it is just having a bit of fun. That's really neat. And so when you, because uh, you're in the serious business of styling, and so I say that actually I mean it because how people represent themselves in the world is really important, isn't it? Oh, it's huge. And I think we probably underestimate it to a degree. But the reality is that you make a first impression in under a second. Um, and that was based on a study done in 2016, so it's fairly recent. Um, but it's you're making a first impression of me. People are making judgments about you without even you really being aware of it. But beyond how other people see you is how you feel. And I think we have a real emotional connection to our clothing. And I think any woman who has ever been to an event and felt underdressed knows exactly what I'm talking about. Or gone to something and actually felt overdressed. There's a discomfort there. Or when you've taken a risk and you go out and you leave the house and in half an hour later you're thinking, I hate this. I'm just going to hide away all day. I think every girl has Mm -hmm. an experience like that in their world. I think men less so. Um, I don't think they feel quite the same, although they would definitely feel a discomfort, I think, if they felt underdressed. Yeah, but I think you're right, isn't it? And I know with having three teenagers and going to their balls and things like that, you've got the girls that are pulling the tops up, trying to pull the bottoms down, you know, and they're they're in too short a dress and they just look uncomfortable all night. So I remember saying to the girls, just have something that you're really comfortable and you're not worried about it um, the whole time. It's just... Nothing worse than having to stand tall and hold your stomach in all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we want things that can help us do that. So now um, you are also a columnist as well. Yes, I write a couple of columns. I write a regular column for Verve magazine, which is very much around, you know, it's sort of, consumers. It's a wee letter to my clients, if you like, or potential clients, and I really enjoy writing. I also write a column for Management Magazine, which is more about corporate style, and that's a space that I'm really comfortable in. I think a lot of businesses struggle with the way their people represent their brand. Um, And in a world that has become far more corporate casual, the interpretation of that is so loose in a lot of, you know, in a lot of the businesses' experiences. what does that mean now? Well, yes. And so for some people are turning up in jeans and trainers and their boss is thinking, hang on a minute, I know we're not a top-tier accounting firm, but we are an accounting firm. And so there's little, you know... excuse me, little nuances around that, that um, I particularly like working in that space and love writing about it. So, Are you seeing that a lot of employers are now heading towards a more casual work uniform or work um, what, outfits and things like that? I think probably as the management gets a little younger than yes, but I still think that... Um, not necessarily. I've got one particular client that I've worked with in both, I've worked, actually she's a partner in an accounting firm and I've worked with her personally but also I've gone along and spoken to her team. Um, she sort of said to me, you know, th- 
it's a casual Friday and I'll look out and one of them's wearing Ugg boots. At the, you know, she said, how on earth can they think that's okay? And she's young. She's, um, you know, she's under 40. She's, you know, and so it doesn't necessarily tell you that if your workforce is younger than anything goes. There's still an expectation. I think also the thing to think about is there's an expectation of your customer. And I think very savvy businesses know that. And the simplicity around that is probably thinking that if your toilet was blocked and your plumber turned up and he's wearing an immaculate suit, you'd be like, this doesn't work. You're not a plumber. Yeah, Plumbers yeah. don't dress like this. So we have an expectation of how the people performing various roles in our community should dress and what they should look like. Great. Okay. No, that's, <laughs> that's a very visual reference there. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and do you find now that there's just as many men needing styling as women? You know, like are you finding that your your business clientele is sort of a mixture of both now? Yeah, most definitely. I'm seeing an average of a, a bloke a week. Um, and yes, men are finding the pressure too to look the part as well as women have for a long time. But I guess the, the ease of which men have, they have less choice in a way. If you're in a business world, you know it's a suit or a pair of smart pants and a shirt. Um, for women, there's so many more choices. And that's the challenge. Well, that's cool. It would be really interesting just to see how that grows as we, you know, as we're heading off. Because a lot of us are working from home a lot more than we are in, in offices and things like that as well. So it's going to be really interesting to see the way things morph and change. Absolutely. And change is the only thing that's constant. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Now, we all know when we're in business, the proverbial can hit the fan. Yep. And we go through tough times. And that for us is a, a time when we really go searching and for different strategies and we've kind because we've got to pick ourselves up out of the funk right so so how do you cope when things get tough i had a really good business friend of mine tell me to write a gratitude list and that has been a really good strategy i also think that you without getting too airy-fairy here i think you manifest what you from a position of gratitude so much more so you know you might be having a quiet patch in your business and I know I have and I have a little mantra money comes easily to me and what that means with that little mantra is I get an email from someone booking three four weeks out I could really use the money now but you know three or four weeks out but every time I'll celebrate it money comes easily to me Um, and that's been a fantastic strategy to use but also the gratitude list the things that I have done that have been awesome the things that I can count on that I can look back and go, wow, I'm clever. Little things like that will help you feel a whole lot better because it's very easy to get stuck in, oh, I'm useless at this. Why is this not working? Uh, Googling in the brain, as I call it. Exactly. And it's very easy to get stuck down in that little vortex of, oh, three o'clock in the morning, the best time ever to be, oh my goodness, how am I going to pay the bills, all of that sort of stuff. But, you know, take some time looking at your wins, looking at things you're grateful for, the people around you, what you've achieved, the fact you're still here, all of those things are really, really important. 
thank you for that. That's a really nice advice, actually. And so the strategy is to just making a gratitude list and really, and as you say, just refine what you think and say to yourself as well. Mm. So I love that. Money comes easily to me and it's so easy. I just have another little saying is I wonder what um, I wonder what miracles the universe beholds for me today. And straight away my mind goes looking yes. rather than, you know, concentrating on where I was. So that's really, that's really cool. So my big question that I always ask my my ladies as we come to the end of our interview okay. is women who own who we are. Yep. Okay. So what is most remarkable about you and what you do? Now, I ask that because if we don't value who we are, then no one else will in the world. So what is remarkable about you? What is remarkable about me is that I'm bloody good at what I do, but beyond just being good at what I do... I am really good at relating to loads of different people. So I've worked in wardrobes in, we're in Auckland, in Arnie Road that are bigger than my whole bedroom, that are amazing. And I can relate just as easily to somebody whose wardrobe is full of Christian Dior and Prada and Louis Vuitton as I can to somebody who's got a little wardrobe tucked away in the corner of their bedroom and it's full of tired old Jackie E, your glasses pieces. And I think that that is kind of remarkable. That's a skill. I don't think, well, I'd like to think I don't make anybody feel uncomfortable. I can make people feel pretty comf- comfortable pretty quickly. That's really cool. That is remarkable. And how do people find you, Jackie? I have a website, signaturestyle.co.nz, and you can find all of my contact details on there. I also have a Facebook page, Signature Style, um, and Signature Style NZ is my Instagram handle. Brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us, Jackie. I can't believe half an hour's gone already. Um, but thank you so much. And um, so for all of our listeners there, um, please check out signaturestyle.co.nz and you'll be able to contact Jackie there. And I will also put um, any links in Facebook on my Facebook page as well. So um, we'll see you again next week. Thanks again, Jackie. Thank you. listening to Remarkable Woman Radio. You can catch us again next Tuesday at 3.15 on 104.6 FM or anytime on planetaudio.org.nz forward slash Remarkable Woman.